Hello and welcome along to the 98 Now Out podcast. In this episode, I catch up with Annie Chave uh, from County Cricket Matters. Uh, she will be talking about all things that are going on in this lively world of county cricket as the season reaches its end. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and make sure you tell your friends. Let's get into it. Hello, Annie. Welcome along to 98 Not Out. How are you? I'm, I'm doing all right. Thank you. Um, it's uh, right at the end of the season, isn't it? And uh, it all feels a bit autumnal and um, a bit sort of uh, grey, really, out there. So, yeah, I, I feel a bit like that, I guess. Yeah. Well, mind you, we can't complain, can we? Because I think for the first time in ages, probably three or four years at least, that we've had a cricket season that's not been interrupted by weather. We've been able to watch in glorious sunshine t-shirts and shorts and with the big sun hats on. It's been a, wasn't the case last year, was it? No, no, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's well, that, that was what was weird. When, when it started in April, it was so dry, wasn't it? And, and carried on being dry through May and... Uh, June and we started to get a little bit of weather didn't we but yeah generally generally we've uh, had a good good season we have we have now while uh in almost Shakespearean terms while the sun <laughs> has shone on the cricket terms there have been clouds lowering over uh the whole season with um this upset about what's going to happen or what we're being told is best for county cricket um before we get into the pros and cons of all of that when was the last when was there a time where all was good in the world of county cricket before anything started troubling it I don't think there ever has been to to be honest I, I've read so much um history of county cricket now I think there's always it's always a, a bit of a doom and gloom that there just it just seems to be the way we run um county cricket's always facing problems even at its peakiest peak <laughs> even when we were getting like thousands of people coming it, it always felt like it was uh there was something wrong and and we always change it and we always have to add new competitions or new somethings or you know mi mix around how how we hold the divisions or whatever it's it's never it's never stayed the same has it <laughs> no you're right and i think um that is the the number of the problem is the amount of competitions we have although uh, i was talking to uh, someone of a certain vintage the other day and he said well in my day we had the john player league we had the gillette cup we had the natwest cup um we had the benson hedges cup as well as the county championship and none of them seemed to tread on each other's toes so why is it happening now well <laughs> that's a good question because we've got a competition that don't directly competes with what the counties are, are putting up and that's never been the case before it's always been county-led so um you know this is this is actually a, a real problem uh and not only that it's been put in right in the middle of the season and it's been we've been told there's no leverage so um it's that is the main problem before the hundred was conceived we we were talking about there were too many competitions so um instead of looking at that the um what happened was well we'll put another one in so that that does seem to be some strange logic there very much the the defense or the explanation for the hundred mm -hmm. dare i say it 
I know certain people fine you lots of money for mentioning it on the airwaves um is that it's attracting new people in that it's trying mm-hmm. to attract a new audience to the game um I would take uh, a sort of a devil's advocate view of this because I don't think cricket interesting cricket and even attendances were really in that much dire trouble I mean county championship games you can go back as long as you want I've never played or rarely played to packed houses we know that it's the nature of it and the timings of it we were getting packed houses for the t20 and even I think for um the 50 over cup and its various guises have attracted good crowds in um surely the problem is is that what's happened since 2005 is just in terms of it not being on tv that really to me is where the issue really is well it's a it's a massive um point yeah absolutely uh you know we had um such um enthusiasm when uh we won the ashes in 2005 and uh there was just excitement all over cricket and then it immediately was taken off uh free to air so that that did have a huge impact of course it did um I, I mean, yes, I agree with you that we didn't have problems getting um, new audiences uh, for T20 Blast was rising in, uh, it, you know, it was rising generally in, in people coming to see it in, in, in audience. I, I think Surrey uh, and other counties claimed uh, 43%, something like that, rise in uh, new audiences. So, you know, that was already being captured. What, what the 100 does is um, probably allow people to have ownership of a new format. And so the new audience feel it's kind of for them. That's that's the only thing I can really hold on to that I've heard people sort of saying that this is a, a new concept and, and it, it kind of uh, general, you know, resonates with some youth <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and other others probably too. Um, but the T20 Blast could have been televised. It could have been um, televised as a Premier League and they could have made it much more swanky, a bit more glitzy. They could have um, done the explanations like they do a bit on the 100. Uh, they could have tied it to the uh, Kia Super League. There were lots of things they could have done. They didn't want to do it. That's the thing because it's too many games. 18 counties, too many. They didn't want that many. And that is absolutely, there is no doubt that that is what it was about. Yeah, I agree with that. I've said this for quite a while, that um, where the 100 has been successful is in its presentation and the marketing uh, that is more appealing to a younger audience, if that's what you're going after. And that could easily be applied to um, the blast. And I certainly think that um, you would attract in a new audience from that. Um, I mean, whether this new audience, if you attract people in to the hundred that have never been to cricket before, the kind of logic they're trying to use is they'll start with the hundred and they'll get on to the more traditional formats as a matter of consequence. But that's like saying, <laughs> take an 18 year old down the pub, give him a bottle of WKD or something or alcohol pops, whatever they call them these days. And then before long, they'll be enjoying vintage champagne. Not going to happen, mm. is it? It's very unlikely. I mean, you will get the odd, you will get the odd few, but what you won't do is get the odd few if if the ECB and the hundred and whatever don't uh, promote the other formats, which 
seems to have been the case. A, a lot of um, talking about the 100, but not any talking about, you know, if a player does well from a county, it's not this, this player comes from Somerset or from Essex or wherever. It's this player is a new find and uh, you, and a hundred has found this player and and given them their uh their their new uh they're gonna become a star because of the hundred. And you know what they should be doing if they actually do want to promote other, you know, and filter it down, it should be saying, Oh god, this this is great. This this player's from they've been doing really well and go through what they've been doing in, in their counties and say, go and see them there. They're amazing. Now looking at the, this from the county's perspective um do you feel that there is an existential threat right now for county cricket with these proposals that are coming in um which don't seem to be listening to rank and file members of counties or indeed <laughs> county committees and chairmen um is that where we're at yeah uh, yeah we are uh so what at the moment we've got the high performance review which Andrew Strauss has rolled out and and we've been told that we need to adopt this uh, otherwise counties are, are going to be you know counties are going to um, lose players to, who um, that will all um, migrate to white ball cricket um, so that was one of Andrew Strauss's threats um, you, you know you you are looking at um, counties the possibly so he's talking about having six in the top division and then two in the conference two conferences below and you're talking about yeah you will be talking about um test match grounds you'll be talking about uh, <laughs> grounds that host the 100 you, you will um and and the, the two conferences below will be will be full of um smaller counties and uh, i i mean this will Obviously, we don't know how it's going to be set up, but it, it's fairly likely that we're going to be looking at um, the other counties being feeder counties, uh, and and therefore they will not be able to survive on what they are being offered. Players will migrate to the top sides. You can't stop that. You, why would they? Why would they want to be in the lower levels? I mean, I mean, I know that happens now, but at the moment we, we do have a nine. <laughs> you know yeah. yeah we have quite a few in the top and the second division so you'd probably want to be if you're an ambitious cricketer um you probably would want to be playing certainly on the first level of uh, first stage of your career you'd want mm -hmm. to be playing somewhere locally um mm -hmm. and it's interesting that you mentioned two counties there somerset and essex i know you and i have got interests on both of those but <laughs> yes they are what you'd call unfashionable counties but having said that um you look back at, I mean, use the Blasters as an example. Somerset and Essex mm -hmm. were among the two counties to absolutely grasp the nettle with that when it first started. I remember going to, to Lords, oh, whenever it was, over 10, maybe 15 years ago for Middlesex versus Surrey, and the ground was pretty much empty. They only had the top tiers of all of the stands there that were mm -hmm. open and everyone was spread out. It wasn't really a big thing and wasn't being seen as such by the bigger counties, but it was the smaller counties and the success at, Taunton and at Chelmsford that kind of put a rocket under the whole thing yeah absolutely and also look at us in the chat we've been competing in the championship for for the top spot in the last few years too um both both our counties so we are punching above our weight uh and this is is not necessarily recognized of course the 100 isn't going to be somewhere that 
they want to put in at Somerset because Somerset's too small, for example. Um, that's possibly going to happen at a later point if they extend it. But at the moment, they they want it in big stadiums. So, so you know that that Somerset, Sussex, all, all the all the smaller grounds are, are, are going to really struggle. And and what they're saying is that um, we have ten games uh, of Championship cricket. That is, it's such a really, really, really difficult thing for counties, not only to sell to their members and their stakeholders and their sponsors. How do you how do you then um, get backroom staff? How do you employ how do you employ them? How do you afford to operate as a business if you are just you know you're talking about five home games, possibly only four because of weather. You know that that is such a small amount of cricket, and they're also talking about reducing the T Twenty Blast and making the Royal London One Day Cup uh, a knockout competition, which is. It was all, you know, I, I'm quite I'm quite keen on a knockout competition, but if you're out in the first round. Yeah, you've lost you know, loads of revenue you, and everything. You've yeah. got loads of revenue lost. And and you what are the members paying for? What are they paying for to see? No. So these are these are really, really important points that I I mean, okay, uh Strauss is looking at England being a high performance team, but you can't have that without the counties. And, and to ignore the lower counties, or as, as I call them the lower counties, but yeah, yeah, to me they're the much, much more the higher counties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you can't ignore them because they are perm- they are bringing out great players that play in the test side. We're still getting them now. You look at England over the last, I tell you what, fifty years. Hmm. Um, it's been a roller coaster ride, but that's kind of like the magic of following yeah. England's test cricket is because you, you have depressing lows but then you have such exhilarating highs that basically you can't you know one without the other doesn't exist um if Strauss's idea of having England win everything all the time it's just kind of going to get a bit boring really isn't it oh we'll just get like Australia won't we yeah. that'd be really really dull yeah, yeah. no no absolutely and uh, you know as that the uh, Jonathan Liu article says that's just come out he, he was talking about the fact that you know he doesn't want to just watch England win all the time he wants right. to watch he wants to watch England make cricket accessible. He wants cheaper prices for test sides. He wants, you know, all of these things are so much more important. But, I mean, winning is great. Yeah, fantastic. Let's win a bit. But, you know, you, you've actually got to, you know, we've got to make cricket accessible to all and and, and more fun. And, you know, it's it, we don't want to just be en- endlessly winning. Well, I personally, uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously, uh, we want to we want to win against Australia. <laughs> of course, of yeah. course, particularly away. But but we want to make you know cricket needs to be um, open to far more people, and it needs to be open to um, other countries as well. We don't you know that there's so many so many things that are important in cricket. Yeah, that's right. Um, now I know. County Cricket Matters have been doing a sterling job of <laughs> shouting the cause of county cricket. Um, and what I'm really worried about is, given the way that the 100 was forced down the throats of county chairman yeah. um, a couple of years ago, that these proposals, which don't look great and don't look workable, even now, I know Richard Thompson has been on, on the TV saying that compromise needs to be reached, and that's probably mm-hmm. a sensible way to go about it. But... Um, 
just tell us why or what county members uh, and fans of Red Bull County Cricket need to be doing right now? Yeah, I mean, that obviously that there, there does need to be compromise. Um, and, and on both sides of this ridiculous cricket divide that, that has happened through the 100, um, obviously there does need to be compromise and, and Richard Thompson's right, but it, it needs to be, it needs to come from, from the 100 too. So, uh, you know, they're, they're saying it's a, a movable feast. So this high performance review comes out and, and they say everything needs looking at, but we're not looking at 100. That is not a review of the cricket because you can't have a review of our domestic cricket and ignore one thing. That is that is not a proper review. So so it does need to be looked at. And, and the 100 can compromise by saying, OK, we can just have, um, say, let's cap how many players from each county go to the 100, let's say five. I don't know how the implement, but it could be implemented. Let's see. Let's see a greater um movement between the hundred and counties if if players what's the point of taking a player from a county for a hundred and then leaving them just on the side um not playing anyway what you're talking about is members so I'll, I'll move on to that so um at the moment we've when when the proposals came out and um we were all worried about it initially a lot of the members got in touch with uh, their county reps, which I'm I'm Somerset's county um, cricket supporters association county rep. So um, I got a lot of emails from people saying they're really unhappy about this, 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 and then they contacted me. And then um, what we did was, uh, well, I got back to the chief exec and said there's lots of things, and I I talked to Gordon Hollins, who's who's the chief exec at Somerset, um, but also Alan Hyam who's from Lancashire has been running a campaign he's been he's been all over the news talking about you know he's been running a campaign saying let's get you know members to to get EGMs or SGM special special meetings yeah. with their counties and force because because they're members own member owned counties 15 of the counties are member owned so he's been getting the counties to um the, the members to talk to their counties and try and force EGMs. So what's been happening is people have been signing um, forms that Alan has been sending out to them to uh, and returning them so that they get a particular number. You have to get a particular number. I think at Somerset we have to get two hundred. There's there's a there's a different amount of um, signatures you need, and when you've got that requisite amount, you can say to your chief exec, okay, well we we've got this many forms we want if you're going to make a decision on on what happens on the high performance review we want to be part of that and we want to agree to pass it or not so that's what's been happening um there's lots of things like dates have been changed and lots of things have been going on um counties have sent out statements saying that they don't approve of the um the changes already so that that's been going on as well so uh we're kind of in a bit of a limbo at the moment uh alan's put together a group of um campaign reps who who well we are drawing up a proposal um that we want to put out to say what we believe um 
could be a compromise because obviously you know we can complain all we like but we do need to get a, a, a you know a suggestion out there because uh, it's very easy to complain many people do and uh, it would be it would be really good if um if we can get this out and we can ha actually have some sensible discussion so we are meeting somerset for example a meeting with our chief exec um, and we're going to go through things with him so um these are kind of things just just writing to your chief exec or getting in touch with alan hyam he's on twitter uh he's also at lancashire so you, you could get in contact with him uh and he will help he's he's been amazing and people shouldn't hang about either should they because this yeah. is quite a fast moving scenario um and if you really do care even if you're not a member but just follow the game and uh, and are interested mm -hmm. um you need to get off your backside you need to do something uh, and uh, as you say get but we need to do that. it sensibly we need to do it sensibly because what we don't want it because I mean, you must know this. We know this from Twitter. We know this from all social media things. Everybody's got a different opinion, and and everybody's got a different opinion of how the structure should be. Chief execs are in a position because they, you know, they have business heads as well, and they they are looking out for what is best for their county. Whatever people might think, they they wouldn't be in the job if they weren't. Um, but so, so, so we what we don't want to say is whatever you're saying, chief is that load of rubbish. You know, we want to. It, it's that we just want that working together um, and actually saying it's you know th this is what us as members think, and and that's and then the chief exec or the chairman can say, well, this is what we think, and and if we work together, this is what we so want is just to have a cohesion between county and member and and feel like we're actually combining i think this high performance review has given us a real might i say kick up the ass to say you know yeah we we do need to um work together um basically we are wanting the same thing we just need to do it in a sensible way be constructive i think that is the yeah message. yeah i mean there's so many um factors like like gordon hollands is, is is always saying that we have um we have real problems with all the energy bills that are coming up and that's going to be a massive um uh drain on the counties um so we need to be aware of that there, there are other things that you know members might not consider um so working together is, is just essential it just has to go that way Annie, thanks for your time um, and uh, a very welcome. strong message there. Um, and again, just to underline, um, get, get involved constructively with your counties or if you're on Twitter with Alan Hyam, um, just do whatever you can in a sensible and constructive way. If you start getting all swivel-eyed and frothy mouth, you are playing into the hands of what the ECB are trying to force down our throats. So box mm. clever, listen to what Annie says, and also make sure you follow county cricket matters on twitter subscribe to the excellent excellent publication uh and um let's cricket fans get together and make sure that the game has a bright and rosy future annie thanks for joining us and uh, you're welcome winter well thanks for listening to 98 not out the cricket podcast 
Please subscribe to the show in your podcast app to make sure you see the new episode each week as it appears in your feed. And if you enjoy the show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help us introduce the show to even more people. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you on the next episode.